Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey ho, dear ones. How are we doing on this fine, fine day? I am sitting on my brand new office chair. It feels a bit like a throne. I really love it. My old one was so old. It was literally just falling apart bit by bit. I'm the kind of person who likes to buy something once and then have it for as long as possible before I replace it. Sometimes I hang on to my stuff a little bit too long. I'm also looking at my brand new desktop. When I went to the Apple store, I said, hey, look, I am not the person who goes out and buys the latest Apple stuff once it's renewed. I buy something and I stay on. I have it for as long as possible. Oh, so, and then he says to me, oh, so your technology future forward, like future forward. I guess that's like fashion forward. I'm like, yes, I am future forward. So I want to get, you know, the absolute latest, latest, latest technology that's available today so I can have it for as long as possible. So he talked me through all the future forward options. Of course, I didn't understand most of it, but I am quite happy with my new chair, my new computer, and life is good. And I'm really excited to share with you today's episode with my dear friend, Angela Masenich, who I met in Morocco. And I went on a retreat to Morocco last fall with the amazing Susan Hyatt, who was the retreat leader. And I have to say that this Morocco retreat wasn't the typical thing that I would say yes to. In fact, everything about it was the kind of experience I would normally say no to, not because I wouldn't want to, but more because I would think, oh, you know, if I go to something, a retreat, and I invest that kind of time and money, I really need to have certain outputs. I need to have, it needs to be about my business. It needs to be about like really deep spiritual growth. You know, it can't just be an experience. And so this is what my brain was saying, but my heart just kept saying, yes, yes, yes. So that's what we're going to be unpacking in today's episode. The magic that unfolds when you say yes to the right opportunities. So let's get to it. In today's episode, Angela and I each share our story as to why we said yes to going on an amazing retreat to Morocco and the unbelievable magic that unfolded when we did. We'll end on an invitation that will have you saying yes to just the right heart-led opportunities, even when your brain is trying to talk you out of it. So be sure to stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, 
and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we are pursuing our soul-guided dreams while lifting up humanity. Find a link to join our closed Facebook group at allisonscammell.com or in the show notes. Today's guest is Angela Masenik. Angela is the founder of the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast and numerous Stop Over Drinking coaching programs for women. She is dedicated to helping high-achieving women address the underlying reasons for over-drinking so they can make permanent changes in their relationship with alcohol while having fun doing it. I had such an amazing time chatting with Angela. May you receive as much from this amazing conversation as I did. Please enjoy. Well, hi, Angela. Hey, how are you? I am so good. We're having a cool conversation. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I do too. <laughs> I our, our listeners will really enjoy it too. I do too. So we're we're having co- sort of a crosstalk. So we're going to be on each other's podcasts. And so there's no host, there's no guest. It's just a dialogue. And Angela and, Angela and I were lucky enough to meet in Morocco, of all places. So fun. I was like instant connection. Instant. Yeah. Yay. So I'm Angela Masenic and I'm a coach for women that helps them stop over drinking. So I'm in the process of changing a lot of things up in my business right now, but I was somebody who overdrank for a long time for 20 plus years. And through life coaching, I found what the real reasons I was drinking was. It wasn't my boss or my husband or my kids, it turns out. (laughs) It was my own internal dialogue and emotions and processes that I didn't really understand. And life coaching helped me understand that more and understand myself, learn how to process my feelings, learn how to manage my mind. And it was so compelling that I became a life coach and now I'm going on five years in business I've coached thousands of women to stop over drinking. I have this amazing podcast, Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. And I've developed multiple programs for women to help them do the same thing. I love your mission. I love it so much. I used to be an over drinker. You know, I, I was posted in Iraq. I don't talk about this much. And when I was in Iraq, we would get, I was there as a humanitarian worker working for USAID and we would get mortar and rocket attacks every night. And let me tell you, this was the early days of the war. As mm-hmm. time went on, they started training civilians for these really, you know, combat environments. But in those days, we literally got an airline ticket and a pat on the back. Wow. No training. And it was terrifying. It was just terrifying. So mm-hmm. long story short, I got home and I was PTSDing so bad and there was nothing Again, in time, they realize that civilians need support when they come back if they have PTSD or whatever. But so what did I do? I had not, I had no resources. This, this was well before I found coaching or anything like that. Back then, therapy had a bad rep. 
and you're always worried about your security clearance because they changed this law. But back then, if you went to a therapist, it could affect whether or not you could maintain your security clearance. It's kind of crazy. So what did I do, Angela? Probably drank. I drank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like right. that's a tool you probably could think of at the time, right? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. And so what happened? Like, how did you stop over drinking? Well, so then to get back to kind of this is nice how you're sharing your story and I'm sharing my story. I had, I was really kind of rock bottomy. And in 2009, I had a near death experience. And it was a real, spiritual breakthrough. And when I came back from that experience, I had all these spiritual gifts and channeling abilities and psychic psychic abilities. And I understood energy and I could see into people's energy auras in ways that I didn't even have vocabulary for that stuff before it happened, let alone know about it. And I immediately- I I wanna, I need to know this near-death experience. Yes, I would love to share the story, Angela. It's a pretty big one, and I tell it in a three-part series on my podcast, Soul Guide Radio. So let's leave a link in the show notes so that anyone who is interested in hearing the epic journey that it is can tune into it. Wow. How long ago was that? 2009. Wow. About exactly this time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, Angela. Tomorrow is the anniversary 10 February 2009. I didn't even realize that. And it's now 9 February as we're recording this. Wow. So I can't do math. What is that? The 14 year anniversary? Yes. Yes. 14 year anniversary tomorrow. Wow. Amazing. Like we'll talk about this in our story together, but I'm just dipping my toe into like this magical spiritual type place you know? And I think you have definitely opened my eyes and ears to more uh, based on our experience in Morocco and stuff. And I love that we're going to share the the bigger story in the links in the podcast notes. Yes. Yes. How did you, what did you do with your work after that? So that also did a complete change because I had a 17 year career in international affairs. I worked for the U S government. I worked for NATO as a humanitarian advisor, like I said, I was like a real type A. I lived a very, you know, I was, you know, I lived a very non-spiritual life, if you will. And so then 2009, this experience came out of nowhere. I did not expect it to. And when I came back, it was just, I wanted, I just yearned to live my life entirely differently And so I wanted new work. I wanted new friends. I wanted new relationships. I wanted new everything that just felt aligned, a new diet, you know, new drinking style, which was basically not drinking alcohol. And so it put me on this new aligned path that just feels so true to who I am. And I found coaching as well. And from that, I found, you know, where I am today doing spiritual mentorship so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you decide to go to Morocco? Like what, how did you get there? So that's a good question, Angela, because I, I knew Susan Hyatt, who is our retreat leader since 2014. She was my coach when I did life coach training for Martha Back. But I never was called to, I adore her and I adore her coaching, but I was never called to do one of her retreats because I just thought, 
I'm a projector in my human design type. So we have like, like I need to be alone a lot of the day. I can't have really, really full days. And I just knew that her retreats were like an adrenaline rush from morning <laughs> till night. Right. And I just said, this is not good for my energy. Mm-hmm. But I just, she announced it. I think she even said, hey, guys, I'm thinking about a retreat to Morocco. I don't even think she had a sales page up. And my whole body said, yes. Wow. It's happening. It's on. Mm-hmm. And I said to my I said to my intuition, well, I don't think this is going to be so great for my energy. I think I'm going to burn out. And I'm not going to get enough alone time and all the things. And my higher self said, you're going. <laughs> So that's kind of a story. How about you? So yeah, Susan was my coach at the time she announced Morocco, I think. Yeah. So I was in her higher level mastermind. And so I love her. I've been following her for years and then finally joined her coaching program. And she, before I even joined her coaching program, when I was like one year in, not even one year into my own coaching practice, like I, st- I, this is the story about Susan Hyatt. So I, when I was thinking of becoming a life coach, I wanted to know examples of successful life coaches. So I Googled, like it was like successful life coaches or blah, blah, blah. And Susan Hyatt showed up. Never heard of this woman in my life. And That's it was amazing. A- yeah. And so it was like this picture and her story about how she started to say yes to her life and started leading retreats. And she had this beautiful flowing red dress on in like Italy or something. And I'm like, I know that red dress. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started following her. And then like right after that, like six months later, she announced a retreat to Italy. And I was like, oh, how much? She's like, DM me. And I was like, well, how much is it? And she's like, it's $10,000. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not there yet. Okay. But like someday I'm going to do this retreat. And she's like, okay. And then like a year later, (laughs) you know, in her season, finally. Yeah, yeah. And then a year later, she announces the same retreat, like, because she does it every year. And I was like, I'm in Susan Hyatt. And so I bought this Italy retreat a year in. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing this, you know? And the retreat was supposed to be the following year. Well, the following year ended up being COVID. So the retreat got canceled. And then it was supposed to be the following year. And then it got canceled again. And so then it was finally three years later. I'm you know, ready to go on this retreat. And I, so I go and then she announces she's going to Morocco and I'm like, am I really going to do two Susan Hyatt retreats in the same year? Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and Morocco was on my, was on my list. It was on my top five travel destinations. And so, yeah. And anyway, so I, I thought about it and then I ultimately said, no, I wasn't going to do it. it was too much. Like I was like, I can't go to Italy and then turn around a month later and go to Morocco And then she changed her coaching program and she ended it. And so I had all this time and space and money (laughs) open for the fall. And then I looked at her Morocco sales page again, and she added a hot air balloon ride on sunrise over the Atlas. I was like, gosh, darn it, Susan Hyatt. (laughs) I told my husband, he's like, you should absolutely go. So anyway, I signed up and I went. That's so amazing. I love that story. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of like. I don't know. Energetically, she's fun. And I, that's kind of how I make decisions. Like where in the priority list is this kind of stuff. And like, if it meets several of the priorities that I have or dreams that I have, then it's a yes. And it met like a many of them. So, yeah. What I loved about the experience, again, typically 
when I invest in something or like a retreat, it's either going to be very spiritual mm-hmm. or very business focused. So I'm going to be like in breakout rooms, creating a business marketing strategy for my business, or it's going to be like super, super spiritual kind of stuff going on. And so this was not none of that. It was just for me, it was just, we were, it was travel. Yes, Mm -hmm. we did a little bit of coaching. She would ask us some questions like, hey, or she would give us like a, a challenge or an invitation, but yeah. it was so experiential mm-hmm. and you received so much from the experience. Yes. Yeah. It was a great time. It's still a gift that keeps on giving, you know, like I yeah. got my wrapping carpet. Let's talk about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Allison on this retreat, like, first of all, you really remind me of my sister-in-law, Shannon, who I absolutely adore. And like, you guys kind of look the same and your voices are the same and like your mannerisms are the same. So I was just like instantly attracted to you. And so you offered little sessions. Yeah. Psychic sessions. Psychic sessions for everybody there just because you're nice. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay. And like, you came over and you're like, Ooh, I'm getting this hit about you. And then what was the hit? Do you remember? What was the hit? It was the hit that my husband and I were going to do something together. That's like right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It yeah. all comes back to me. Yes. Yeah. You guys and were going to launch like, something what? together. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? Like it totally, I was like, what are you talking about? This is not even on the realm in my brain. Like that my <laughs> husband and I would ever create something like online together or whatever it was. And so I thought that was interesting. And then like, I told Pete about it and stuff and. Oh, and your husband's name's Pete too. My husband's Pete. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. And so I just thought it was cool. Right. Like, yeah. Like like I kind of heard you a little bit there. I was like, what? Like, what? And then the idea that came to you, and I think it was your, uh, your husband, Mm -hmm. I was like, you, you were like, maybe better to say in your words, but I was like, oh my gosh, I need that. I would buy that so fast. If you, do you remember the idea? Yeah. So it was like to help couples who are married travel independently? Or- yes. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just tell you when I was in Morocco, my household was a burning dumpster fire <laughs> because I do everything. And yeah. all of a sudden I was like, bye guys, I'll see you in a week. And it, my household crumbled because yeah. I needed your wisdom, Angela, yes. on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause you, that, and you told me that it was the first time you left your daughter. Six, and I was yes, like, Allison. <laughs> what? Well, the what first time I had, I had left her since she was eighteen months. I did because oh. I had a mandatory, and the only reason I went is it was mandatory. I was getting Martha Beck's Master Life Coach training, and there was a mandatory retreat. So I left her for like five days when she was eighteen months for that mandatory retreat. And that's the only two times in Morocco. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, what is going on? And you were texting your husband and like, yeah. all you had to keep coordinating things when you're in Morocco. I'm like, yeah. whoa, whoa. Stop, Allison. Stop. <laughs> so, and I thought it was just so brilliant. You guys were like, you could do an app. I think an app is brilliant. And like, I could have like put in the app, okay, you pick up Freya from ballet at this time. Like all this stuff that's in my brain, how yeah. do you hand it over to someone in a way that's easy for them to digest. Yes. Uh, we yes. had like five different calendars and I had sticky notes everywhere. Oh, and my God. husband's like, I'm just so confused. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the part of it is too, is like, 
we don't even really keep calendars about that stuff. We just know like what is going on because we talk about it. Yeah. And then like there's a lot of communication leading up to things, you know. And I've always like had the mindset of I'm not gonna be the one that manages everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even when I like took a break from not working when the kids were really like babies, you know, I took a couple of years off. I was like, I am not gonna hold all of this. Yeah. So I've well, always I- kind of had that intention going through. So he's he's already like been used to taking care of stuff and like, you know, being the lead on things and stuff like that. So it wasn't like there was this process that we created together. And then, it, it, you know, and it was just kind of like who we were from the very beginning. Angela, I'm telling you, this is a gold mine. I think so many women struggle with what they just did. came naturally oh, no. to you, Yes, you know, and yes. that you and your husband together I mean, I think it just made, yes, you could offer it on your own and it would sell, but like bringing your husband involved, like getting his perspective on it, I think it makes it more powerful. Yeah. And I think it's evolved over time too. Like when the kids were really little, it was, I'm, I, and we didn't have the money that we have now, you know, with, with my work and stuff like that. So it looks a lot different now than it did then, but the foundations of it were like, you know, you're, you're able just because like we had like, just because you're bringing in the cash and I'm not, doesn't mean that I'm less than, or I have to do all the work around the house or any of that stuff, you know? So I was very vocal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And from Morocco and from you being such an amazing example of what is possible, I now don't do any of the laundry in the household. I now go to the gym four nights a week and my husband puts our daughter down, which I was doing it seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And I now, what's the third thing? I now have somebody else cooking two nights a week. And I used to cook, you know, like six nights a week and we'd go out one night a week kind of thing. So I already feel so much more balanced and whole. And to be honest, my marriage is better than it's been. Like we're, we're like in a really good place, you know, like it's all just been this positive ripple effect. Yes. That's so awesome. So yeah. So getting back to Morocco, you're sharing your struggles at home and like how you realize now that you're gone and you've extracted yourself from your day-to-day life that this is an issue. Yeah. Right. And it's not, it shouldn't be like that. You should be able to go away. Yes. And mostly this isn't, I don't want to be slamming the men here. Mostly this is our shit. Yes, that totally. We don't, that we have thoughts about what it would be, what it would mean or what it would entail for us to do these things, it's not so much they're not willing to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Or or they yeah. have resistance at the beginning, but you just have to like set, you just have to be strong and say, no, I'm yeah. not doing this anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you have to be willing for it to not be perfect. Yeah. And the house might be a little bit messy and yep. you might not do it exactly the way you do. Yeah. And that's okay. And you have to work through that, you know? Yeah, and Totally their way. And that's okay because you get, that's a, you know, you get more freedom yeah. in your life to have a life and it's not all revolved around. If that's what you want to be all revolved around the kids and the husband and all the things, that's awesome. But it doesn't have to be like that. Amen, sister. Yes. Yes, so yes, yes. Anyway, we were, you know, having so much fun in Morocco and then we went on this magic carpet exploration <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The carpet. Fun. So I was like, Allison, <laughs> I was like, can you come here over here and give me a hit? Are you getting a hit on this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> carpet. Yeah, yeah. Carpet. 
And the first carpet we were at was such a magical place. Remember that? The tea. Uh, I loved it. Like, and please admire the beauty of this part. And they would shake out these gorgeous freaking rugs in this huge, like, warehouse room. And just the beautiful experience is just so amazing. So cool. And so, of course, it just, you know, like it's sales and like this, this, like this, you know, like ceremony of it, right? That's selling part of this experience. Like that's adding into what you think about the carpets, right? Yeah, totally. I'm working with one of a couple of the guys on a carpet that I was interested in. And then I asked Allison to come over and like, let me know what you think. And she, and you were like, I don't know. I'm just getting the, you should wait. There's something, there's something a little bit better, but it's going to be a little bit more expensive. I'm like, God damn it, Allison. (laughs) I'm like, this is already like expensive, you know? And so we waited, I put it on hold and I was like, and then we're like, if you keep thinking about it, you know, we can come back to it. So I did keep, I, I don't know that I was thinking about that particular rug, but I kept thinking about the rug and like going back to the place. And then I kept looking at all my pictures. I'm like, I think I like that one better. So I could, I could sense that it wasn't like, I wasn't attached to specifically that rug, but I felt like I was still like really wanting it. So then it was, it was our last day of Morocco and it was basically kind of a shopping day, but kind of our last chance to buy whatever we wanted to buy. And we were at a new carpet shop. Oh, wait, but the story before that, remember when we were walking after lunch that day and I was like, I keep thinking about the carpet, Allison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And I got those waves of energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is is happening? Right. Every time I tell a story, it happens. It's so weird. So like I get these, they're like the chills, but it's way different than just like, Ooh, that's, that's, Oh, like that, like you get the chills cause something's so inspiring or something is like different than that. So it like, it's like this wave of chills that goes through my body. Anyway, I asked you again, I was like, what do you think about this carpet? And you're like, I'm getting a no. And you need like the same thing I just shared, like you need to wait. And then I just got these waves of these chills. And I was like, what is happening? And then it kept happening like seven or eight times. It just like went through my whole body. And like, we couldn't talk about it then, but you're like, we'll talk about it later. And I'm like, what is, what is happening? (laughs) And so we talked about it later and you're like, it was, you said your spirit guides want you to know that they're here and you can ask for their their help on your own. And like, they're here ready and waiting for you or something like that. And I was like, what? Anyway, it was really cool. And I was like, it would just, it really made me pay attention. That's all. It was just like, we're trying to get your attention right now. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. I love so it. Back to the other carpet shop, which actually, it wasn't really just a carpet shop. It was like this warehouse. Everything, yeah. Other, all like furniture and jewelry and all Caftans of- and. Yeah, yeah. And so we go upstairs and they had carpets up there and I was l- looking at them and I called you over again. And, and then you're like, yes, I'm getting a big one on this. And, and then I bought it and it's in my living room. And the thing that shocked me was you asked me, so mm-hmm. little side story here. <laughs> and I want to get to a really magical part of this carpet story is that before Morocco, I would only talk about my psychic abilities, my energy healing abilities, and very, very like-minded crowds. Mm. So if I knew you were super spiritual, then I'd be all open with you. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm a business coach. Uh I do business consulting. I wouldn't even utter a word of it. It was my best kept secret. 
But Morocco is when I came out and I said, I don't know these women. They could be super spiritual or totally not into it, but I'm just going to be me. Mm. And that's why I decided to offer the spiritual, the psychic readings. Wow. Because I thought I, I, this, let me just practice this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so that, so that was my big coming out party and everybody was, people had varying levels of into spirituality or not, but everybody was just so loving to it, you know, and like open and amazing. So then at this carpet shop, I was trying to go into, get an intuitive hit from the carpet seller Going to his rock bottom price. I was trying to extract that. (laughs) And so we got to the price and I knew that was his rock bottom. And he looked me in the eye and he said, you're psychic. (gasps) Oh, my God. You never told me that. I didn't. And I I was, I, I like, I, oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was doing this for the other Angela. So you had, you already, sorry, sorry, sorry. You already bought your carpet. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was helping Angela barter her carpet, the other Angela on the trip. So I got to the, his box and he, and so they agreed on it. Right. And he looked me in the eye and I, I, he said, you're psychic. And I, I was so shocked. And I said, yes. And he said, I could feel you in my head. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. Wow. So it's like, I was so, and it was, it was so like special for me because I thought, my gosh, where you least, 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 least expect anybody to be open to psychic abilities, there this guy is feeling me in my, his head. And trust me, I was in his head. I was trying to get his rock bottom price for my friend. That's so interesting. So when, when you told me like the day before, maybe I can't remember the timing of it all that I would, I needed to wait or, you know, you're getting messages to wait, there'd be something better, but it would be more expensive. So the price of my rug that I bought was 15 or $20 more than the original rug. Like that's how detailed it was. It was like, yeah, it wasn't a lot more expensive. It was just more expensive. And didn't you say that you were really trying to get him down that last 20 bucks, but he just wouldn't budge. He, he was like, it was like a $500 difference. And I was using our guide to help negotiate. And I just looked at him, I go, I'll buy it right now if you can do this. And then we got, we like met in the middle. Okay. Got it. $20 more than the other rug. And it was a freaking antique with two sides. Like, oh my gosh. I did beautiful hundred year old carpet, you know, it's really like having two rugs, you know? No. I know a thing or two about carpets because I spent a lot of time in the Middle East and South Asia, and I, I'm a little bit of a carpet collector. And re- finding high quality reversible rugs, they'll say it's reversible, and one side's beautiful, and the other side does not look like a carpet you would want to show anybody. That was the most beautiful, well restored, preserved, antique, double sided carpet I've I've ever seen. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. So that's the story of the magic carpet in Morocco. <laughs> and then after the end of the trip, I go, you know, Allison, I think it was after we came back. I was like, Allison, I'm like, I think you need me. And I think I need you. So can we work together? <laughs> and <laughs> so I never, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing. I And I usually, I always say no. We were, we're, we were doing an exchange, doing exchange. And I, I usually don't, but I just got an overwhelming yes. Because you were right. You were following your intuition. 
and your intuition was correct. Yeah. And now look, you're, you're got more time in your calendar. You're not cooking as much. You're not doing your laundry. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing. And my marriage is happier than it's been. It's not like, oh, now Pete's all pissed. My Pete is all pissed off at me because he's doing more around the house. We're actually in a better place. That's, that's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And we let him have his own thoughts and experiences, right? Man, I didn't want to let him do that, but (laughs) (laughs) I think the biggest thing you taught me is I didn't, and the thing is like, you know, like I would help myself, I I would help a client with this so much, but I just couldn't, it was such a blind spot for myself, you know, that I was taking on his belief systems. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, actually, I don't believe, that's not my belief system at all. So it's like you said, let him have his belief system. Yeah. And I'm going to have my belief system. And if they are totally different, that's okay. Yeah. But absolutely. I'm not going to take on his belief system that I actually don't believe in. Yeah. Yeah. So freeing. So freeing. Oh my gosh. So this has been such an amazing combo. So Angela, what was like, if you had to say your like biggest takeaway from Morocco, from the experience, what comes to you? It's like the ceremony of it all. There was so much ceremony involved in that trip. Like I walked away wanting to sell my coaching and to share my message and my mission with like in a more passionate, artistic way. And because of they, that's what they approached everything from the coffee in the morning to lunches, dinners, their music to carpets, to freaking oils, you know, like all the things like there was this pride and attention and time that they put into that stuff instead of like rushing through their life, you know, or rushing through things. And it was just a really good exposure to me about how to do that. I don't want to rush through stuff. Like I, you know, it deserves to be paid attention to. So for my work, that's what I came back with. I'm like, you guys should take notes. You know, you should really pay attention to what I'm saying here because it could change your life, you know, and I'm more intentional about it. And since then, you know, I'm really excited about this next thing that I'm, I'm launching actually while we're recording it today, but the listener will already hear about it by now, by the release date. But yeah, so more beauty, more intention, slowing down, just the colors, all of it. Like it was just... Yeah, just open my mind to being different. I love that. Yeah. What about you? So mine was definitely the coming out party. Like, hey, I'm a psychic and a lot of other things. And I'm going to talk about that in any crowd, whether I know that they're open to that or not, because that's just the truth. And as part of that, when I left my old career in international affairs, I kind of left it all behind and I labeled it all bad. Like that's just wasn't me. I wasn't living in a lined experience, but Morocco made me realize that I was a badass bitch back then. And I love that part of myself who could be haggling with carpet sellers. And we went to this Berber village and I just was like in tears because I felt this old piece of myself, like reintegrating a piece I never meant to lose. I never meant to lose her. And she was fierce and independent and she loved to travel, but like 
adventure travel like we were doing in Morocco, off the beaten path places. I mean, if I would have came up with a trip to Marrakesh, we I wouldn't have done half the amazing things that we did. Like it would have just been like, I would have gone to the bazaar. I would have done, you know what I mean? It would just went to bend this experiential five senses, luxury, crazy, epic travel adventure. And I, I just got reunited with that, that girl that I left behind when I left all parts of me behind. And, and I retrieved, I retrieved her. I, I never meant to, to reject her. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And it made you see what you needed to change at home so you could do that more, right? 100%. It's all related Mm -hmm. because there's the new me, integrating the old me, and Mm -hmm. then setting up my life so I can be on the path of the the whole me. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I love that you were comfortable to come out and talk about it in that group. And you probably knew and had a sense that Susan Hyatt has a little dose of her little spiritual woo. And she it does. attracts people that, you know, she has tarot card readers come and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, you yeah. know, that they're pretty safe, but yes, I talk, I just, I just wrote about this yesterday. It was like the shame that we have about anything, but mostly around alcohol. And for me and my work and how releasing that shame because there's nothing wrong with you if you overdrink. It's just a human condition that we have. We're wired to be addicted to things. And then alcohol is an addictive substance and on and on, right? But to re- if you let that go and you were proud of the fact that you're getting help and working on that, y- it opens up your life to experiencing so much more, just like it did when you dropped the shame of who you are, right? And like, look at what your life looks like now because you did that. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And we get to go to Vietnam together next yes. year. Yes. So we both signed up for Susan Hyatt 2024 to Vietnam. And that was all you, Angela. Oh, my gosh. I know. I asked her to create a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> she did. I'm like, Susan it- Hyatt, I'm like, I'll help you sell this. Okay. Who wants to go to Vietnam? And like <laughs> half the table raises their hand. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's going to be next level. So we're, we'll, we'll have to do a podcast episode yes. next year to talk yes. about, hey, this is what happened in Vietnam, everybody. Yes, yes. like exactly like a year from now, because we'll be back. I love it. I love it. So Angela, I always ask my guests to leave our listeners with an invitation. And an invitation is inviting them to go somewhere or be someone or some homework or inviting in a new perspective or inspiration. So I'm wondering if you would leave our listeners with an invitation. What's coming up is an invitation to figure out what you want. And I don't think that we ask ourselves that question enough, but my invitation would be to look at your day-to-day life And do an inventory. Are you doing things that you want to do? Or are you doing things because you think you should do them? And to really start paying attention to what you want. And if you don't know what you want, you should make it your quest to find out. That's a freaking awesome invitation. Yeah. I love it. I just I just have my little list here. I just made this and I feel like I feel like I I time jumped to this present moment to get this invitation. A couple hours ago, because I literally (laughs) just out of nowhere, I wrote down some very specific business goals for the year. 
And for every goal or dream that I hit, I tied it to a very nice present for myself (laughs) that I'm going to give myself when I achieve these desires. And I feel like it was like really just writing down what I really want. I really want to do this in my business. And when this, I do this business, I want to reward myself or treat myself with that. I don't need the goal. I mean, I can treat myself all the time and I know that, but it was just fun. It was a fun exercise to do. Yeah. And I think when you, when you don't even know what you want, but in your mind, you're like, oh, I want to stop over drinking or I want to do these things, but you don't really acknowledge what it is that you actually want. Like that's just a side effect, the stopping drinking, or if you're overeating or whatever, like that's just something that can happen. Right. But what is it that you actually want? Do you want more freedom? Do you want to have more creativity in your life? Do you want to go on more trips? Do you want to have better relationships? Like those are actual things that we more so than we want to stop over drinking or whatever. Right. And to just highlight that, like your rewards, I want to do this, right? And naming that, writing it down helps it become more real. And then it's easier to go after. Exactly. I love what you just said. It helps it feel more real. And that helps you get your energy behind your desires. And from a manifestation point of view, when your energy is behind your desires, that's when it appears into your experience. Well, just like my list of wants was to go to Morocco and, and be on a hot air balloon ride. Right. I knew that I wanted those things because one time I did an exercise. I'm like, what are like like my top things I want to do in my life this year? And like those things were on that list. And so when wow. they I knew that I wanted that because I took the time to understand my desires in my life. Right. And so then I made it happen. But if you don't even know, like you don't make these decisions to make those things come real in your life. I love that. I love that. Angela, what is you're writing. What is your little exit thing? What is your question oh. you like to ask people I, or call in? I always ask the question. I never get asked. So let me, I will use my <laughs> gift of intuition and I'm going to really tune into our audiences. So I invite our audience, our listeners to, I'm going to, I'm going to stay with your invitation and I'm going to add a layer to it. So as you're exploring what is it you want, I really invite you to sink into your body, take some deep breaths, and get your desires. It's okay to have a few desires coming from your mind that says, I want the latest Chanel handbag. That's cool. Write that Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. And then after you've written all the ones that are kind of coming from that, that you feel like they're coming from your head, it's totally fine. Take some deep breaths, sink into the body. Imagine you're connecting to your heart energy right at the center of your chest and just ask your heart, what are my, what is my heart really yearning for? What are my heart led desires? And just be in the creative flow of what is coming up. It's going to feel like an emotion coming up from your heart space. That's your intuition talking to you, your higher self and giving you the divine messages regarding what it is calling you to do or be. Beautiful. Thank Yay. you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. Well, this was so fun. I'm sure they will get all sorts of delight. And Angela, I know that my listeners would love to hear more about you and connect to you. So how can my listeners connect? Well, thank you for asking, Allison. So you can listen to my podcast on any player. It's called Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. You can also get on my email list at AngelaMesenic.com. 
And right now I am launching a new monthly coaching program. It's called Alive AF. It will help you ignite your aliveness and stop numbing. So if you're interested in that, just go over to the website and I'm sure there'll be a way for you to find out about it there or on the podcast. Oh, I love the name of that. Alive AF. So those will links will be in the show notes. Yes. Angela, I've loved this time with you. It's been so awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I want to thank you so much, dear listener, for tuning in. I appreciate you each and every week. And if you're feeling so called, I would be so grateful for a rating and review. And it truly is how more people can benefit from the wisdom of this podcast. Find a link to leave a review in the show notes. And as always, dear ones, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to deepen your connection to your intuitive gifts? Then it's time for 10 High Vibe Minutes, the ultimate daily mindfulness practice for soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In only 10 minutes per day, you'll keep your energy high vibe and aligned to your highest dreams while transforming your daily practice into a powerful tool to manifest big wealth and abundance. Get free access now on my website, alisonscammell.com or in the show notes.